Merry Christmas, everyone. What a joy to be in worship with all of you on Christmas morning. This is awesome. It is great to see how many of you are here, your families. You guys look great. I love the relaxed atmosphere. I, I could get used to this, actually, uh, but, but my grandmother's here, so I, I will wear my coat and tie again next Sunday, I promise, okay? But this is fantastic, and it's such a joy to be together. I'm going to share a brief message with us this morning, and then we're going to have a, our, our offering, or boys and girls will come up and bring their offerings, and then the, the boys and girls will stay up here, and we're going to have a special time as we gather at the manger. And so boys and girls, get that ready, and we'll invite you up here in just a moment. I want to begin this morning with a story about a man named Neil, who is from Devon, England. And Neil would go out every night for over a year into his garden in his backyard and listen to the sounds of the owls out in the fields and the trees behind his home. He eventually began calling out to the owls, trying to mimic their sounds, hoping that at some point the owls would respond. But of course the owls never responded. Until one evening when perhaps he called out in just the right tone. And he got a response. An owl hooted back. So he hooted again. And another owl responded. It was unbelievable. And so Neil started doing this every evening, and often he would get a response, and he would log his responses, and he would go in and excitedly tell his wife all about it. Unbeknownst to Neil, he had a neighbor on the other side of town named Fred. Fred was also getting responses from the owls behind his home. This went on for nearly a year until a chance meeting between Neil's wife and Fred's wife. And they started talking about their families. And Neil's wife said, the most amazing thing has been happening Neil goes out, he calls to the owls, and the owls call back. And Fred's wife says, you know, that's really funny. Because my husband Fred has been having exactly the same experience. And in that moment, they figured out what you've already figured out. <laughs> Leave it to the wives, right? They figured out that Fred and Neil had been hooting at each other. <laughs> hoo, hoo. Thanks, Fred. Uh, as Fantastic. One neighbor was unintentionally fooling another. And as you might imagine, Neil and his wife and Fred and his wife are now the best of friends. Love that story. Sometimes strange things bring people together. And we've talked about that a lot as we've talked about the Messiah. And we've talked about the birth of Jesus. And how many unexpected people... God brought into the story in the first advent people that you wouldn't normally imagine and certainly the Hebrew people would not normally have imagined would be together like shepherds and magi from the east and even if they didn't come at the same time they were the types of people the people who were invited into this story in such unexpected ways and even as we've talked about Joseph and Mary there's such an unexpected quality and character to the way God chose to invite them in and use them in the story of the first advent when the Messiah was born. 
I want to begin today with a little bit further down in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 2, verse 22. And this is a moment a few days after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, when Mary and Joseph took him to Jerusalem to do what good Jewish parents do with their children. According to Leviticus 12, on the eighth day after the child is born, the child would be circumcised and named and then the, the mother would go through a period of purification. And after that was over, when the child was 40 days old, especially if the child was a boy, if at all possible, the parents would want to bring that child to the temple and dedicate their child to the Lord. And Mary and Joseph did that exact thing. Starting in verse 22, when the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses... Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of doves or two young pigeons. And that little note about the doves or the pigeons reminds us that Mary and Joseph did not even have enough means to bring a lamb into the temple. So they brought the poor offering. They brought a couple of birds doing the very best they could to scrape together whatever they had to be faithful and fulfill what they believed the Lord wanted them to do. But oh, we know there's more to the story, don't we? They didn't bring in an actual lamb. They brought in the Lamb of God, carrying in their arms the Messiah, the promised child, the anointed one, so that in this temple, in this very day, this amazing moment, the Messiah that everyone had been praying for and waiting for and hoping for was in the room as a 40-day-old baby boy. We talked about how Jesus as the Messiah is the fulfillment of God's promises to his people. And I want to remind us again this morning that that includes us. We are his people and his promises still stand for us. And there's a couple more visitors, unexpected people, who are brought into this story on Jesus' 40th day. And they show up in the temple on this day, two older followers of God who had been waiting nearly every day of their lives for this moment where they would see the Messiah come on earth. And I've titled this message, Hope and New Beginnings. Because we see with two older people after a long period of hope, a long period of hoping and waiting, they got to see that hope fulfilled in a way that most people did not. But we also see new beginnings. It's sort of an ending for these two older people, but it's the sign, the signal that something new altogether is happening. And the echoes of that new beginning, they reach to us. They impact our present and our future because of who Jesus Christ is. When we see these encounters with these two older followers of God, we see hope and we see new beginnings because of what all of this means for the future. And the first person in the temple that day who Luke tells us about was Simeon. He was the older man. And three different times Luke tells us that the Holy Spirit was on Simeon. And the Holy Spirit was guiding him on this day. Luke 2, starting in verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. 
It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms, praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which has been prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for the revelation of the Gentiles and the glory of your own people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what Simeon said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that would be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and the sword will also pierce your own soul too. There was another older follower of God in the temple that day, a woman, a prophetess named Anna, the daughter of Penuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. And coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. The redemption of Israel is here. Have you heard? The Messiah has been born. The child that God promised. He's here. The Messiah is here. Oh, tell everyone that you know. Tell them Jesus has been born. The Messiah. The redemption that God promised. He's here. Oh, God is so faithful. He's so faithful. He promised. And the Messiah is here. Oh, praise be to God. Praise be to God. Oh, thank you, God. Praise be to God. For the child of promise is here. There were two people in the temple that day who did not miss the Messiah because they knew and believed in the promises of God. What happened with Simeon and Anna was an ending of sorts. For the two of them advanced in years, this was the fulfillment of hope that they had believed in their entire lives. For decades, they had waited. But it was also about new beginnings because God's promises, which always stand, are his promises for you and for me. Because what this means for the future, including our future, as we heard through the words spoken about the child who was the Messiah, my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, 
the glory of your people Israel. The redemption of Israel has come, brothers and sisters. The Messiah is here. He is still present with us. He walks with us so that we know as we do his will, we never walk alone. Wherever we go, he says, I will be there with you. And the same Spirit of God who was with Simeon that day, who was guiding him, who was leading him on, is the same Spirit who fills us as followers of Jesus today and empowers us to do his will and the work that he has called us to do. The Messiah has come just as the Lord has promised us. Amen? Dear friends, as we are soon to end one year and start another, let us hold fast to the hope that we have in the promises of God. Even if we must wait and hope for a long time, let us hold fast in the hope that we have in the promises of God. And let us look forward with expectancy to new beginnings because of the salvation that we've been promised through our Lord and Savior and because we believe Jesus is the Messiah.